What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. And now here's your host, Michael Freeze. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to Transport Topics, where you can receive exclusive access to our top 100 list, such as the top 100 private carriers in North America that just came out, quarterly magazines, and other news surrounding the trucking industry. To subscribe, visit ttn.ws forward slash TT subscribe. You can also text TT subscribe to 571-622-0001 to become an official member of Transport Topics. That's 571-622-0001. Happy National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. In today's episode, we're going to cross the paths of competitiveness and trucking as we celebrate National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. The career in truck driving is already a labor-intensive job, mentally and physically. Add on competitive truck driving, and that's a whole new ballgame. Today, we're going to speak to a driver who is well-versed in both areas. Joining the show is driver for UPS and grand champion of the ATA National Truck Driving Championships, Greg Wilson. Greg. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the show, Greg. Uh, glad, glad that you can be on. Um, I'm really excited to, to, to have you on to the show. Uh, you know, the, NT, uh, the NTDC is really, you know, that chance, you know, sort of like that sports-like feel, you know, to, to be involved in conjunction with, with the trucking industry. Um, and also, in, in your case, as the grand champion, you know, the 14th time is the charm. So you, you are a, 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 a distinct veteran in, in, this, in this particular championship. And, you know, you, you've competed in multiple classes over the years. Um, but, you know, kind of concentrating on 2023 right now and that competition, you know, I, I know there's a lot of uh, thoughts that were in your head when you were competing, you know, just to let the viewers know the, uh, the, the competition, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, is, uh, is a written course about industry regulations, uh, a pre-vehicle trip inspection test, and, and then the actual driving course, correct? correct. Yes, okay. that's correct. Okay. You know, so uh, getting into that process, especially getting into it 14, uh, 14 times, you know, and, and I know there's a process to that. Um, you, you, you qualifying, you know, in, in Nevada and winning the Nevada state competition. Um, could you tell us about that process and, and especially for this year, you know, just kind of, you've, you've been at it for, you know, 13 times. And then this 14th time, you know, you, you win that championship, but, you know, of course you have that doubt, you know, um, when you're competing, you know, you, you did this 13 years and, you know, you haven't placed, you know, so what was that feeling like, you know, just, just kind of get me through that whole process of, of competition and, and, and winning the, the grand championship you know, once and for all. Well, well, the first thing, um, first thing we got to do as drivers is we have to go accident free for a whole year before we can compete in our state competition. Uh, so that's a, a pretty good incentive to get into the competitions themselves. And then we uh, compete at the local level. 
Um, we prepare by doing some practicing. We start reading the reading the book and some old tests and such for to get ready for the written tests and just uh, do some practice some pre trips as well. Um, as far as getting ready for the uh, once you win the state and you go to the national level, um, it's you know it's it's going to be the same stuff only a lot more intense and you're going against all of the best people from every single state. So there's a lot lot higher uh, um, higher level of competitiveness, I guess you could say. Um, Getting down into, the, into those particular details of uh, of competing, um, was there a particular moment in that competition when you felt that, you know, hey, I could, I could probably win this thing? I mean, or, or was it just, you know, oh my goodness, I, I messed up on this or, or I, I failed to do this? I mean, what, what was that thought process like? Well, um, so the first day that I, I drove and did my pre-trip on, uh, on Thursday. So I took my test on Wednesday, like everybody else, and I felt okay about it. Not great, but I, you know, felt okay. And then, um, when I drove on Thursday, um, I felt pretty good. The first couple, couple, uh, problems I felt I had scored on. And, and then I saw that I, I knew I didn't score on the last two. So I went back to the bullpen waiting to go do my pre-trip. And I, I did kind of start beating myself up. I thought, you know what, I, I don't think I did very well. And I, I was thinking that, uh, you know, I'm not going to be up there driving again. And at one point, I was kind of thinking that the whole emotional ups and downs of this thing, it's like, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. And uh, at that point, I said, okay, I'm just going to go do the best pre-trip I can and see what happens, you know. So I went and did that and went and did my pre-trip. And then um, after you're done with all your stuff on the day that you're uh, driving and doing your pre-trip, you can leave the bullpen. So I I left and as I'm walking out to the stands, I see a couple of people and they ask how I did. And I go, I won't be driving on Saturday, you know, and as I'm walking up to my wife and a friend, uh, they're, they got big smiles on their faces. And I'm like, what are you guys smiling about? And I go, my wife goes, you had a good run. I go, yeah, right. I thought she's just trying to make me feel good. And then uh, she goes, no, you had a really good run. You're like tied for third place. And I just about started crying. I was like, wow. You know, I was like, I've got a chance at this. So, at that point, I thought I had a chance to make the uh, make the top five to get into the runoff on on Saturday. You know, so you, we we get the Saturday. You know, you you um you were the champion for I believe the the, the tank division, and and it, how'd you feel about that? You know, just just placing in in, in that regard. I mean, was that a surprise to you as well, or or uh, I mean, what, what was that feeling? Well, I'll tell you what. Back back up just a second for that. Um, Saturday morning, they have a, everybody gets called off and then they call off the top five people in each class. That was probably the most nerve wracking part because I, I was had a pretty good lead. I thought to, as far as between the, the, uh, fifth place and sixth place person, me and, me and another guy were tied for fourth basically. So one of us would be fifth and then there was a good, pretty good gap between us. And, uh, at that point, I was thinking of all the things that could have could happen that could make it so I wouldn't make it into the top five. So that that time standing out there while they're calling all the other classes, and they finally got to us, and they they called the first two people, and I'm just really lucky. I'm just happy I was not the fifth person called because <laughs> you know, it was nerve wracking enough. So when I when I was the third person called, that at that point, my whole that's when I thought I can do this. Now that's when it was it kind of clicked like. Um, you know, there's a good chance that I can, I can uh, make this happen. And I, my whole outlook got really good. Okay. From, you know, 
so you were, I mean, you were happy from 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 that particular standpoint that you know I'm I'm, I'm the best in this category, so that that's great, and, and it's just sort of I, I'm sure I'm pretty sure it probably gave you some validation for all the years that you've been in it. Now, what what was that what was that moment when you were called to the stage as the as the grand champion? Oh wow, that was that was crazy. So I'd, I'd gotten called on the other one, and we won one of the last classes called um, that they did for the first, second, third, and uh, I was sitting there thinking it was, I had no clue it was going to be me. Um, I was completely overwhelmed. Uh, my wife stood up and they said my name and the whole place erupted and, and my wife was standing in front of me and I'm, and she's just going, Greg, you got, you got to get up on stage. You got to get up. And I'm just sitting, I must've been for like 10 seconds. I couldn't move. <laughs> I finally got up and everybody's, you know, congratulating me and hugging me and shaking my hand and, and then, you know, waiting for me to get up on stage. So finally I got up there and I was just, I was overwhelmed. I, I couldn't believe the, the support and uh, everybody clapping and the feeling of just, uh, you know, the I, I had a feeling of just, you know, finally, I finally made it when then, then getting that, I, I didn't even imagine that was going to happen. It was crazy. It still is. It's still hard to think about. You know, just one of the things that's amazing about that is, you know, it being your 14th year in competition mm -hmm. and then you 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 finally win what was some of the things if, if you could i mean now looking back at it you know the you know the, the balloons are gone the balloons have been drawn down and everyone celebrated you know it, we, we leave the room and right. you can kind of sit back now you're in your home in, in nevada and you can sit back and, and think about you know just the, the the journey from that point to the first year that you competed what were some of the things now you now that you can look back at it that um that you done differently the first year you know, versus that 14th year. And was there something in between there that kind of uh, had a light, uh, you know, a, a light bulb uh, turn on uh, in, in your brain thinking, you know, um, okay, maybe if I do it this way, I, I can, I can, you know, I, I'll be able to, to place. So was there any thoughts like that? Um, so Probably one thing that I could probably uh, give advice or whatever for somebody to, if they wanted to really do well sooner would be, I would say, be, um, pick a couple of classes that you want to do and, and concentrate on doing the same, same classes every, because you can do this, like I can do tank truck next year, but if I was to win tank truck next year, I have to skip, I have to uh, go to a different class. And so you can do one, a class two years and then you have to switch. So I think if, if a person was to, just go back and forth between a couple of classes. Um, I think you'd get a lot more familiar with the uh, with the type of that, that type of, of equipment and of what the course feels like for those pieces of equipment. Whereas when I've done it, I've done it. I've spread it all over the place. You know, I've never. I don't know if I've ever even done the same class tw two years in a row. And a lot of that's been just by um, default. I usually let everybody else you know pick their class that they want to be in, and I, I take whatever's left. That's what I used to do. Um, that, that's probably one of the biggest things. And then, you know, even like the book, uh, it is as dry as it is to read and stuff. If you just brush up on that a little bit more throughout the year, instead of, uh, waiting till, you know, it's time to, time to compete, that would probably help you on your written test. But as far as, as far as the problems and driving the courses and stuff, um, you know, I, I, I honestly, I can say that I've done it. I feel like I've done it both ways where I've practiced a whole bunch and then I get to the, national championship and you know either have a good day or a bad day and i've just i've never had that um that day where i had a, a good drive i had a feeling that 
if I ever got into the finals, I had a feeling that I would do well. Uh, and and uh, it, it was, you know, it was right. The, form, the format for the Nationals, um, for the runoff, they, uh, fits my, how I'd like to do things a little better than, than the, uh, during the week competition. Because you, you do everything right now. When, you, when, you're, when you're doing the competition on, on Saturday, you get to see the course on a screen. You go walk the course and within, you can be, you know, driving the course within a half an hour. Whereas when you uh, do it the other way, you see the course and then do all the stuff on Wednesday and then you drive on Thursday or Friday. So you get a chance to really process everything and think about it and, and double, you know, then second guess yourself and everything. Whereas on Saturday, you don't. You just go out there and you do it. And that's that's how our state competition format is as well. And I, I feel that, that um, that's a strength of, my, of, of mine. National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is a special opportunity to recognize the impact of 3.6 million professional truck drivers that they have on our daily lives and the economy. At Kenworth Truck Company, drivers are the inspiration for our trucks. From the date of our founding 100 years ago to today, our goal has been to solve the driver's toughest transportation challenges. On behalf of all the Kenworth employees, past and present, we wish to express heartfelt appreciation for professional drivers. We appreciate your commitment, dedication, and of course, your drive. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that 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 strength uh, in the uh, article in, in the article by our, our my colleague Eugene Malero. That's currently in the uh, on ttnews.com uh, right now. Um, you had described that Saturday as being one with the truck. Uh, could you, could you yeah. um, just kind of being in the zone, just sort of uh, as a, you know, a pro athlete would be in, in those championship situations? Uh, you know, was that was was that that feeling? I mean, it was just sort of you were in the zone and, and you just had your experience, your instincts of a career in truck driving take over? Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, and, and it, when I drove on Thursday, I had a little bit of that, too. But then I, I had time to doubt myself uh, later. But. Uh, definitely on Saturday, I was, I got in the truck and everything just felt good. I barely had to adjust the mirrors. I, um, when I walked, did the walkthrough of the course, I, I walked through it pretty, pretty quickly. I uh, looked at every problem. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And in my head, I just, everything I kind of had a good plan for it. I didn't really see any reason to overthink it. And uh, when I got up in the truck, it felt like, I mean, the, the scoring pads, they looked, they looked huge in the mirror. They looked like, you know, I, I use the analogy of a baseball player hitting, you know, the pitcher is throwing a ball and it's, it looks the size of a watermelon. It's like, how can you miss? Right. So that's how this was as well. It's like, uh, everything just was crystal clear. And it's like, Oh, I see that. And that's it. And, it, and I was totally calm. I was very, very composed, not nervous at all. I just felt like, okay, this, this is going to happen. And I had to come back from a, I think it was 70, I think I was 71 point deficit. And, uh, and, uh, I came back and I think I ended up winning by eight points. So I did everything I had to to do on my side. And that, then after that, it was, you know, it was in God's hands, I guess you could say. Did you know, did you know that? I mean, that you had a deficit going into the, the, um, the competition or, or. Well, so I knew that I knew that the other driver had driven a 240 on the course and I had driven a 175. And then I didn't know how he had done on the pre-trip or the um, written test. So I had at least 65 points. So, so that's all that I was pretty sure about. And I'd heard that um, 
Jason was uh, pr pretty good on his pre-trip and his and his uh, written test for the most part. So I figured I, he probably had a few more points there. But uh, we got our we got our uh, some scores we saw posted, and and we I found out that he did gain a couple more points in that in those categories as well. So yeah, I just did went out there and did whatever I had to do and hope for the best, basically. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and, you know, knowing, you know, your competitors and how, how they're doing and, and also you being in that competition for so long, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, a level of camaraderie that goes along with this. I mean, you're in this competition, you go there every year, I'm pretty sure you see the same faces. You know, how's that relationship with other drivers who are doing the same thing and they're competing in the same contest as you? How's that? Uh, has that flourished over the years? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's one of the things that draws um, most people back. Uh, definitely for me, I like I like seeing all the. I may not see those people for you know a couple of years. Um, it was five years actually for me. The last time I was in was 2018, and and uh, so I hadn't seen a lot of people for five years. And it was like a big family reunion. Um, it's the camaraderie is great. I, I, I mo most everybody I know they they root for everybody. Um, if they want everybody to do well, we're, we're all in this together and we've all driven safely for a year to get to this point and, uh, to, to do anything else, but, uh, root for everybody is, you know, that wouldn't feel right. Uh, that's not to say that <laughs> on, on Thursday, when I, when I knew I was in the top three and uh, there was, I think there was probably maybe 10 tank drivers left. I wasn't, I was rooting for them to do well, but not, 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 better than me <laughs> you give it their best you know yeah. you, you you want you want your competitors to be at full strength when you know you're competing right right, right. Yeah. yeah and i totally uh, get that totally yeah so J jason uh, the guy that did the 240 he was one of the guys that actually he went after after i had found out my score on thursday so when he laid down that 240 it was like wow that was impressive and so i knew i had i had my work cut out for me if i was to make it to the finals you know, um, you know, from I kind of want to talk about that. You know, the, the first year since you've you've been in you know this this competition. Um, you know, first of all, what uh, I, you know, we'll we'll get into things later. But I mean, what got you involved in competitive driving? I mean, you, you I mean, you, of course, you have a long career in truck driving. What what made you get into this? Well, um, so I think my first time that I ever competed, I think, was around I want to say the late eighties or maybe early nineties. Um, and there was a few guys from, I worked for a Viking freight system at the time. And there was a, a couple guys that worked, uh, worked there that competed. Um, one gentleman, a real good friend of mine, he's, he's since passed. His name was, uh, Roy Holt. Um, he, he was very, he was instrumental in, in the, uh, getting started. And he just said, yeah, just come on out and you'll give it a try, give it a try. So I, I did it a couple times and it was fun. And, um, but then, then. For what, one reason or another, I didn't compete for a while. I think my uh, daughters, I started coaching softball, so softball and their, their competitions, their tournaments were usually end up the same time as the state competition for, for Nevada. So I just really never, never got back into it for a while. And then mid nineties, I became the driver trainer at, at Viking and, and they pretty much said, if you, if you, uh, qualify to be in the rodeo, we want you to compete. So that's when I, started doing it and then in 2000 um so the first couple of years after that I, I placed second third in the state and then i finally won my first state uh championship in 2000 and then once you come to nationals then then you're hooked because it's a whole different whole different game and whole different everything's just blown up as far as com uh, from a state competition uh, standpoint and 
that's when you're like, whoa, I want to come back and do this again. From year one to that point, where where was that point where you thought to yourself, okay, I can do this year in, year out? I mean, was that that first year or was that, that the year you came back from? Um, I probably always thought I could probably do it. But um, in 2000, uh, that was in New Orleans. Um, I won the vehicle inspection report. Um, award that year and that, that was probably the year that i thought you know what i'm going to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to win someday and and uh at, at some point though you know later that in uh later last probably last seven or eight times i was just thinking god I just want to get up on stage you know i didn't know if i could win it but i always i always thought that if i got up on stage i, I would do well um so i guess in answer to your question when when did it really click i can't i don't have a real good answer for that other than I'm, I'm pretty competitive. So probably, you know, probably after the very first time I did it in 88, I probably thought, yeah, I could probably do this if I focused on it, but I, I had other priorities at the time. And then once I started focusing on it more, um, yeah, I thought, I thought I could win it if I ever got up into the, into the finals. And, uh, finally, the, you know, this year, I think I was just a little more aggressive on some of the things that I normally am not. And then the confidence and, and nerves this year were just, um, everything was, really good I, I, on both drives but especially the drive on um on saturday but every, i just felt really good uh calm not nervous at all pretty you know pretty confident and stuff and and it worked out okay you know um you, you had mentioned uh you know roy holt being an inspiration for you um and 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 competing and you know and the, the your inspiration as you had said um for just to pursue a career in trucking a career in trucking was your father um, you know, how, how did that shape uh, you, the, the career you have in trucking now? How, how I'm pretty sure he was a, a major inspiration for you. Yeah. Um, so my dad, he drove truck, uh, I think, probably from pretty much the time I was born until, I don't know, probably, oh gosh, until I was probably a teenager, I guess. And, and he, drove, he drove dump trucks and, and he you know, had his own dump truck and did some... Um, Log truck, a lot of logging truck stuff and chip trucks and stuff like that way in, in Northern California. He, he wasn't like and, and encouraging me to be a truck driver, but he didn't discourage me either. And so when I when I got into the got into the uh, industry, he was very supportive of it. He, he liked uh, you know he liked where I was working, and he he was always kind of he goes, I wish I wishing he would have worked for a bigger company, kind of like what I did, and and he, he gave me some pointers and stuff and. Uh, of course, you know, the, we didn't have AC and we didn't have power brakes and all that stuff, you know, like we do now. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's 91 now, so he, 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 he's pretty sure he could probably still do what I do. So, um, like, oh, with all the, all the, all the luxuries and comforts is go, it shouldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't be that bad now. It's like, eh, yeah, you're right. It's not that bad. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes. Most definitely. You know, one of the things, Greg, I wanted to talk about as well. Uh, the last question before we get you out of here. Um, you know, we, we are a podcast of the, 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 the future trends and, and, and um, analysis of this industry. But in this case, uh, we'd like to know your future. You're you're on the top of the mountain right now in in, in TDC, and like I said, you're you're a, a, a strong veteran of the industry. So, what's the future look like for you now? I mean, are you going to compete again, or any thoughts of retirement or things like that? Um, well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna compete again, probably three three or four more times, I'd say. Um, after I'm after I do retire, I'd like to. I'd like to volunteer when I can. I'll probably uh, volunteer at the local level here in Nevada, and then uh, 
see how it goes. Maybe I'll go volunteer at the NTDCs as well. Um, uh, so that's, that's, and then I'm also applying for right now, I'm applying for America's road team as well. Um, so I'm trying I want to be able to pass on some information and my experiences and stuff with everybody and, and see, see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay involved at some, some level, uh, for quite some time. I believe I've been in the industry for a long time. So I see my, I see myself retiring, but I don't see myself completely getting out of it. I, at some point when I retire, who knows, I may even drive a little bit here and there just to, just to, you know, just to do it. <laughs> I don't know. though. <laughs> who knows? You're, you're, you're not going to settle in the island in Honduras for, on, on, a, on a quiet little beach. Uh, not permanently, but uh, I'll definitely <laughs> be down there for a good part of the years. <laughs> okay. Just to let you guys know, that's his all-time favorite vacation, <laughs> as he had uh, mentioned. Yep. So, um, Leaving tomorrow, actually. <laughs> well, all right. All right. That's that's a great way. That, that's a great way to, uh, to celebrate a win. Uh, we've been speaking with Greg Wilson, driver for UPS in the daytime, but he can put on his super cape and become the ATA's national truck driving champion grand champion. Greg, it was a pleasure having you on Road Signs. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is a special opportunity to recognize the impact of 3.6 million professional truck drivers that they have on our daily lives and the economy. At Kenworth Truck Company, drivers are the inspiration for our trucks. From the date of our founding 100 years ago to today, our goal has been to solve the driver's toughest transportation challenges. On behalf of all the Kenworth employees, past and present, we wish to express heartfelt appreciation for professional drivers. We appreciate your commitment, dedication, and of course, your drive. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our conversation with Greg Wilson. I may be dating myself, but if anyone remembers the 70s sports show, The Wide World of Sports, there's a memorable line, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. From our interview with UPS's Greg Wilson, he most likely felt those emotions from number one, the pressure-filled moments from the National Truck Driving Championships in Columbus, and two, the creeping feeling of numerous competitions without reaching the top of the Grand Champion Mountain. However, from that situation, Wilson simply put his head down and perform the duties of truck driving that he has made into a successful career. So becoming grand champion to Wilson was a sum of all the hard work he had made to that point. A career in truck driving is a one-of-a-kind position to have for those who choose that journey. Wilson, like many others, have made those sacrifices to earn a living for their families. And competitions like NTDC serve as a reflection of the industry's appreciation of their efforts. If you enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to reach out to the Road Signs team on Twitter at TT Road Signs or reach me at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we're doing by texting TT Survey to 571-622-0001. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Michael Fries. Thank you for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.